Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits. And we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is Keith Payne and this is the CDP Perform vlog. Um, now, over the last um, couple of vlog episodes, we've been looking at cannabinoids and the immune system. And we're going to be touched on it briefly in the last um, vlog session where we spoke a little bit about HIV and AIDS. So we're going to continue that discussion and um, just look in a little bit more detail um, about it. Now, um, just to quickly reiterate, if um, you require any more information about CBD uh, Perform products, please visit the CB, uh, CBD Perform website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Now, um, cannabinoids in HIV and AIDS, legal or not, there's no getting away from the fact that those who are living with AIDS Many of them have smoked cannabis to help with their symptoms, especially in the catgexia and its weight loss. Um, however, recreational cannabis use in AIDS patients can have a negative impact. Um, research has showed that heavy cannabis use was associated with low adherence to the antiretroviral therapy and increased mental health issues. But occasional and mild use of cannabis was found to improve symptoms and was associated with increased adherence to antiretroviral therapy and improved mental health. Cannabis use was found to increase calorie intakes in those who with AIDS and with also good improvements in overall appetite as well. High THC varieties of cannabis have always been popular in cases of HIV and AIDS because the THC helps to reduce neuropathy pains and varieties with decent myrosine content have also proved to be effective. Now, cannabinoids and cannabis-based medications may prove helpful as antiemetics to allay the side effects of some of the medications used during HIV and AIDS. Research has confirmed that CBD and CBDA are effective antiemetics in this scenario um, and opening up the opportunity to use CBD oils. Now, because of the cachexia associated with HIV and AIDS, it's so important to promote a healthy food intake as much as possible. Um, you'll recall from previous discussions that whilst the munchies are common with recreational cannabis use, the use of isolated cannabinoids doesn't exert the same potent effect, but we can still promote the appetite by managing those symptoms um, which reduce it. 
So cannabinoid medication, um, medication sorry, are used as a form of pain relief for HIV and AIDS-related neuropathies. Um, and there appears to be scope to use the same medications to treat the pain that arise from inflammation as well. In recent years, scientists have been looking to see if they can use cannabinoids to target CB2 receptors um, to address neuropathic pain and also wasting. Cannabinoids have been shown to inhibit productive HIV infection in T-cells, um, to induce immunosuppressive cytokines, to inhibit IL-2, um, and thereby promoting T-cell division. Now, although trials suggest that THC is a more potent analgesic in this scenario, CBD showed potential too. Because we know that cannabinoids can dampen certain immune responses under certain circumstances, researchers looked to see if there was a link between cannabis use and the immune status in those who have an HIV infection. Or in other words, would its use make the immune system more susceptible to the damage of this infection? Although across studies, um, cannabis use was associated with small decreases in the levels of certain immune cells, including lymphocytes and CDB, CD4+, and CD8+, T-cells. Um, these changes weren't great enough to be considered clinically significant, and it's been stated that cannabis use and cannabinoids do not adversely affect the immune status in cases of HIV. So regardless of any CBD oil in cases of, sorry, regardless of any use of CBD oils in cases of HIV or AIDS, um, must be done in conference with the prescribing doctor to guard against drug interactions. And um, being such a serious condition, you might think that a high dose approach would be followed, but actually it's recommended that you go in as low as possible. So to summarize, legally, we can only currently consider CBD oil in these scenarios and at very low dose, but if the prescribing doctor agrees, it could potentially be used to reduce general pain and discomfort, address neuropathies, um, to reduce inflammation, um, to improve the appetite, which is helpful, to reduce nausea and vomiting, um, reduce gut motility and therefore allay um, cases of diarrhea. Topically, it could be used to help heal any skin issues. Um, it can also improve insomnia, and it can be um, a way of uplifting someone's mood, so improving their mood generally. So for those living with this really, really frightening disease, or for family and friends of the individual, it's very tempting to get excited by tales online about cannabis or cannabinoids curing HIV infections. Now whilst it's true that there are promising results following the use of THC in monkeys with HIV infections, where damage to the immune system is reduced, um, and another THC trial hypothesised that its use could stop HIV from developing into AIDS. As you know, results of such trials are still a long, long way away from replicating the same results in humans. Um, so that's the end of um, this part of the CBD Perform vlog. Um, again, if you want more information about the CBD Perform um, products, please visit the um, website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, we'll move on to the next topic in the vlog. And if you have any questions, um, please just feel free to get in contact with us at any time at all. And in the next vlog, we are going to be discussing um, other aspects in relation to cannabis and CBD. So listen, thanks very much for um, listening and we will see you in the next vlog. Thanks, bye.
Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.